play my intro music. <laughs> As Metro's Mercury Great approaches, I shall create the illest podcaster known to mankind. But master, what are you going to do? Howard Stern. Stephen A. Smith. Joe Rogan. What up, Chris? Yo, follow the podcast. Why Dave Chappelle? Cause he's a funny motherfucker. Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Because he has money. You fucking dickhead. Oh, I'm sorry, master. Oh, I'm very sorry. The heart of India. The strength of a black man. And the pride of a Spaniard. I present to you my team. It's alive. He's walking, master. He's walking. My team. Sports. Welcome back to another edition of the Marty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one and only talent throw Montella, Mr. AKA, Mr. Take That, Take That, Take That, Take That himself. Yo, it is another in Fuego day in the hottest city in the world. We're talking about this Monday morning. I hope you're ready to get the week started. We've had a good weekend. It is 81 degrees already. They say we talking about highs of 82, lows of 75. 65% chance of scattered showers. Good Lord, of South Florida. What am I supposed to expect? But what you can expect in season six, episode 35, and excerpt 228 of the Mighty Sports Podcast. We're going to get into it today because Brooklyn stood up. Y'all, we go talk about that. 2K is under fire. We're going to talk about Kyrie Irving, KD, BK. And this is what it sounds like when you cheat. That and a whole lot more on the Marty Sports Podcast. So you know what I say. Regardless of the time. I hope you got this ready for me already. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather, you play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports. So... Let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. Marty Sports. Yo, let's get into it, B. I, I'm excited today. First of all, first of all, those things first. Do that one more time for me. First of all, first of all, those things first. Brooklyn, we go hard. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Yeah. Brooklyn. 
yo, spread love is the Brooklyn way. El barrio, me. El barrio. Lorta. Y'all don't even know about the Lorta days. El barrio. I'm telling you, ESPN had a fight night. I don't know if you caught it. I can't, I don't know if you could tell by the excitement in my voice. If you could catch me on the gram, you may, you, you may see me pulling out the All-American Apollo Creed boxing gloves right about now. Oh, yeah, the Army's in the building, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, ha, <laughs> ha, take the jab, take the jab, in the face, in the face, in the face. Yo, B, B, telling you, ESPN had a fight night. And I gotta start with a little backstory here, as we like to do on the podcast every once in a while, right? So ESPN has a fight night, and we talked about it. We, we talked about it the other night, right? They was gonna have this fight night on ESPN. And I was excited, right? Regular fight, Lomachenko's fighting, and I'm like, yo, Lomachenko's a badass dude. Remember what I said previously? Before even finding out who he was fighting, I was like, yo, Lomo is the guy to watch. He is a beautiful fighter. Like he he really puts on a beautiful kind of fight. He is the, he is a guy to watch. Without even knowing who he's going up against. Then I found out who he was going up against. You know what I mean? Ow! This is the takeover. Allow me to reintroduce myself. His name is Tio Fimo Lopez. When I realized he was fighting him, I was like, yo, that's that kid from Brook. Yo, that's that kid. Brooklyn, 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 we go hard. You understand? At the moment, I was like, oh, that's my dude from Brooklyn. Yo, that, that's, that's my Honduran brethren from Brook. Oh, yo, 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 big facts, B, big facts, big facts. We going with the Brooklyn brethren. Even though. I was like, damn, Lomo's a good fighter, B. Like, Lomo's probably... Shit. Oh, fuck. I was not myself silly. But <laughs> Lomo is probably going to be done with him in four. But the BK in me, the body that I wear on my chest, was like, yo, I'm big enough, my bow, I'm big enough to do it. So I did it. We call for, we, we call for, we call for the young guy to win. Even though we still said, like, yo, Lomo before. But I beat K in us. I'm like, nah, we ain't gonna lay down that easily. Teofimo Lopez. 15 and 0 coming into this fight. 12 knockouts out of those 15 wins. That's an 80% knockout ratio. Going up against one of the most beautiful fighters you have ever seen in the ring. Footwork, speed, power. We're talking about 400 amateur fights to come up now and, and finally do his thing and, and rise and, and, and make a rise to the top. Unify three of the belts to now take on Teofimo Lopez so they can unify the four belts together. Being one of, I think, what, four people in history to do this. We're talking about the likes of Bernard Hopkins and 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 and, 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 and I think um what what's his name? Taylor and, and maybe Tava? Something like that. I can't like but put it put them in the names of those individuals. Sally Lomachenko, WBO champion, um, um, fight ring champion. Was it fight ring or ring fight? What, what, what was it? Do, do I got it still down here? Do I still got it? Ring magazine lightweight champion, WBA champion, WBO champion, WBO featherweight champion, junior lightweight champion. 
This man's card is stacked. 396, you know, um, amateur fights. We told you that this was gonna be, should be a good fight. If you've watched Lomachenko in the past, I wanna say that he has a little bit of Mayweather in him. And I'm gonna make one little comparison about it and that's gonna be, and that's, and that's really where, where the Bucks lies. Is that he will give up the first round to feel out his opponent. He will, he will 100% give up that first round and when I say give up, lay back that first round, not throw a lot of punches. You know what I mean? Just, just really, really play defense. Play, you know what I mean? Roll off the shoulders, play his angles, and kind of figure out his guy in the first round. And then he likes to come through the second round and, and go ham. Well, this fight, it did not happen. In this fight, Lomachenko didn't take off the first round. He also took off the second round, he took off the third round, he took off the fourth round, he took off the fifth round, and he took off two and a half minutes of the seventh round. Lomachenko took off half this fight. And as I'm seeing this fight, Cause I, cause I talked to one of my homegirls to come watch this, to watch this fight. I talked to one of my homegirls like, yo, you need to catch this fight. Like, not only, not only did I sell her on the Lomo part, but I'm like, yo, fucking, fucking Lopez isn't, isn't, isn't no slacker either. Lopez got that swag. He got, yo, he got the juice, B. He got that juice. And then not, then also, not also forget that. This one makes it to YouTube. YouTube is YouTube is flagging this one all day long. But taking off six rounds is not the kind of thing that you want to do in a professional fight. Go ask Oscar De La Hoya if you're still in to get my drift. Teofimo Lopez would win this fight by unanimous decision to unify the belts. Complete unanimous decision. And I'm telling you, as, I'm, as you guys know me, I like to throw on some sports in the back. I got the, I got the Lopez and Lopachenko fight going on in the back again. I also got wrestling, I, I got Friday Night Smackdown going on over here as well. Can I tell you as I get back to the beginning of my story just a little bit? That ESPN had this fight on, uh, I mean, ESPN had this fight on regular ESPN. And I was like, this is a hell of a fight to promote on ESPN. But me, personally, I was a little sad. Because I don't have ESPN. I have ESPN Plus. And I heard this was an ESPN thing. And as you know, ESPN doesn't like to show the e stuff on ESPN Plus and vice versa. Like, you would think if you buy ESPN Plus, they should just add ESPN programming in there. But I get it. I get it. Subscribers, cable, whatever, whatever. You don't want to lose money on Netflix or subscribers. Because, you you know, we're going to share the shit out of it. We share the shit out of it now. Just imagine if you gave us our standalone shit, which we really want. We, we're going to share the shit out of it. But I end up catching a fight.
because I end up getting a text message from the same homegirl I put onto this fight, letting her know, uh, that she told me that yo you were wrong. They also have it on ESPN Plus. It isn't just on ESPN. And I was like, word, word, yeah. That big facts. We gonna do this then. I'm like, oh man, oh man. I was so happy because if not, I was gonna have to. I was gonna have to find a way to stream ESPN so I could watch the fight. But I have ESPN Plus, so I haven't been able to watch it normally, which is really funny. Cause I spoke to one of my homeboys after the fight, and he was in the opposite scenario, where he thought it was just on ESPN Plus and not ESPN, so he thought he was gonna have to stream the fight, which is kind of the same scenario my homegirl in Brooklyn had, or my homegirl in New York had, All right? But instead. It was on ESPN and ESPN Plus, so everybody was able to catch it regardless of what you had. Everybody was able to catch this unanimous decision fight that Lopez put on. And, and I'm watching it right now, and it's already in the sixth round, which means I've been talking for a while already. <laughs> but the thing that got me here is that as they're fighting, right, you can see the look in Lopez's eye. And, and, and if you and if you fought, if you had gone a fight before, you see that look at this fight. Hey, yo, fuck that. Yo, 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 fuck that. Come on, son. Yo, 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 fuck. Like every time he's like, yo, yo, fuck this nigga, yo. Come over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just throwing them shits at him, B. <laughs> and then he caught him, he caught him early. As as I'm watching again, and I'm glad. As Lomachenko would switch levels and 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 he would and he would and he would spin to go to an angle. You would see Lopez turn with him to make sure, and, and then retake the center of the ring. Early on, you saw Lopez work the jab that really, really helped set up his power punches, which he's known for, which they say he's just a natural um, power puncher. And also, and also, it also helped with a lot of those blows to the body, as he was able, as he was able to get him into the, uh, be able to work that body early, and. I talk, we talked about how Lomachenko, how Lomachenko normally only takes off the first round, right? And then after that is when he starts to go in on his opponent and you see him slowly starting to work him. Now in this particular case, it was not. He took off the first six rounds. And, and, I, and I'm telling you, I think he felt Lopez's power early. Like he didn't do enough, he wasn't busy enough, and he felt Lopez's power early. Now I said that he took off half the fight because... At the end of the seventh, Lomo started to wake up a little bit. And from round eight through, from round eight, round nine, round 10, and round 11, the four solid rounds, Lomachenko dominated this fight. For four rounds, Lomachenko looked like the fighter we were talking about. Angles, bunches and punches, sometimes um, punches and bunches, but not no understanding the angles, not letting his opponent breathe, using what his what, what his opponent does to his advantage to, to his advantage. Instead, you saw the jab by Lopez consistently keep him at bay. And then when he blinded him with the jab a little bit, he came through with a power punch. And you saw it. It was blinded with the jab and then power punch to the body. Blinded with the jab. You know what I mean? Power punch to that. Sometimes you just see him fake to the body. And 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 you saw, you saw the look in Lopez's eye for the majority of that fight. As he was just coming up like, nah, 
Nah, I'm not feeling you, son. Every single time, every single time the round was over, you would see Lopez mean mug him, stare him down. Lomo just turned his head to his corner and just kind of, you know, and just got there quick. As he normally does, ain't really paying attention to his opponent. But you can see his, his opponent is looking at him like, nah, I'm not, I'm not feeling you, son. Like, I'm not feeling your power. I'm not feeling your skill. I'm not feeling what, I'm not feeling that trash that you talked about. Talking about, oh, we, we, um, that, that, I'm not ready for this, that you could wear me out. Now, if Lomo would have fought the way that he fought for those four rounds all fight, Lopez would not have lasted. Lopez would not have breathed. But he let Lopez get get confidence early. And that confidence early ended up ultimately being Lomo's demise. This was very reminiscent to that Oscar De La Hoya fight. Where Oscar De La Hoya kind of took off. A I, I, I'm trying to remember if it was the fight against Tito Ortiz Bernard, or Bernard Hopkins. But he took off half the fight. Really picked up the pace the second half of the fight. Even Mayweather. I can't remember which fight it was. Really picked up the pace in the second half of the fight. Probably could have won if he had fought like this the whole fight. But he didn't. And not starting off fast enough ultimately led to his demise. So when I'm watching this fight, two names came to my mind, ultimately. Mayweather and Oscar De La Hoya. For two different reasons. One for the pace, for how they hold the pace and they win fights, and one for changing up how he fought to pace himself and then lose a fight. And I'm going to say that's what happened to Lomo here. That he changed up his pace a little Thought that he could wear the young the young stallion out came up a little too early because here I am in the seventh round, right? We're still we're about, we're about a minute and a half into the seventh. And Lopez is still, for the most part, dominating this round. Still dominating this round, dominating this round. When I heard so when I heard the fight, when I heard the the results of the fight card, 116-112, which is how I had it. And I was being generous, I believe. But 116, 112, 119, 109, 117, 113. I knew right then and there that Lopez had won. My, my Thank you. Those, those results were way too uneven to make me even think that oh Lomo possibly won this fight or oh maybe we have a draw because I saw it 16-12 I thought more people will probably see it closer to 115-113 where Lopez won only seven rounds and Lomachenko won five, where I have him winning eight to four. 
But that 119-109, that was the kicker. That was the kicker. 116-112, I'm like, okay, okay. Move on on the same page. 119-109, I was like, Lopez won this by a unanimous decision. And then the 117-113 came out. Which made me think that somewhere along the line, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that score. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Out of all of them, out of all of the scores, the 117-113 one doesn't, does, doesn't quite add up to me. But the 119-109, that's basically saying that. You won one round. That is literally saying you won one round. Whoever saw this fight is saying that Lopez, this is how dominant it looked. <clears throat> but I'm not going to lie to you. As we start now, what is now the eighth round. This is where the look in Lopez's eye changed. This whole entire time, he had that eye of the tiger. He had that huntsman mentality. Like, I'm about to put you down. Up until this point, his dad was in his corner yelling, it's a blowout. It's a blowout. Yo, with a score like 119 to 109, it's a blowout for sure. Maybe time for me to take a break soon. I think I passed my first break marker already. His dad is yelling, it's, it's a blowout. So this could have, and remember, there's no crowd there. Maybe a few hundred, maybe a hundred people, I think, at most. And he hears all this. And he comes out now. Who that? Okay, who cares? And Lomachenko comes out. And he starts actually throwing punches. Now, obviously, he knows he's losing. He knows he's losing. He knows he needs to do something. He knows that he needs to pick up his pace so that he knows he needs to pick up his pace so that so that he can so that he can retain his belt. He knows that he needs to he knows that he needs to knock knock Lopez out to win if anything. So you see the pace pick up after the 8th. And when that pace picked up after the eighth, and you see the urgency come into the coming to the coming to the three belt champ, the look in Lopez's eyes changed a little. It started changing from round to round to round, from eight to nine, ten and eleven. As that lion look started to change to oh, this is that dude. It changed from you ain't shit be. Like, I'm not feeling any of that hype that you had before to this is the guy I was good I was supposed to, I was stepping in the ring with. You saw him try to think a little bit more. You seen him on his toes a little bit. You seen him on edge. Cause I got my niece here in the background. <laughs> Say hi to the people. Hi to the people. Yeah. So, Back to the people. there you go. It's, it's, a, it's a quick entry and quick exit. Just how I like. So for the four rounds, 
Lomachenko put on the pressure. 8, 9, 10, and 11. And then the 12th round would come. And the text message, I'm, I'm sending text messages to, um, to, the, to the team, right? Mainly to my home. And I'm letting her know. I'm like the same thing I'm telling you guys right now. I'm letting her know, like, yo, I saw something at the end of the seventh. It looked like Lomo may have saw something. Let's see how the rest of it plays out. And then he came out in the eighth, ninth, tenth, and eleventh, and he played with urgency. So I don't know if he saw something or if he realized that I need to do more. And for four rounds, he did more. And if he would have fought the way he fought in those four rounds for the whole entire fight, this is a no contest. I'm telling you, he probably even knocks out Lopez if he fights the way that he fought. Because all of a sudden, he's piecing together two, three, four hit combos. You understand? Like he's actually pressing the he's actually pressing the pace. He's coming in on him. And Lopez did his thing. Like he adjusted him several times. Early in the fight with where when Lomachenko tried to eat try to lean his body off of him, Lopez is like, nah, I'm gonna shove you off and start putting that distance back on him. So he can use some of that reach and use some of that power. Because some of that some of that power that comes from Lopez is being able to catch guys on that on that on those angles, catch guys coming in, catch guys on the reach, right? Being able to extend that power out. Lobo was trying to come inside. Nope, Lopez pushed him off. Lopez pushed him off and then got him back to that distance. In that 12th round, I was really happy that Lopez did not listen to his dad. Because if he listened to his dad, once again, I'm, I'm sending all this in text message. If he listens to his dad, then he may have come into that 12th round a little lackadaisical. If he listens to his dad, he loses that 12th round and who knows what happens. With cards like one with 117 or one 117 to 113 or 119 to 109. Like who knows what happens after that? I'm really happy he didn't listen to his dad. I had to take a sigh of relief. I was so happy. Because not listening to his dad, I believe made him come out with the urgency that he needed to in that 12th round to close out that fight. In the 12th round, instead of the guy being pressured, sorry, but he went, he went from the guy, in the 12th round, from the guy being pressured for four rounds to basically going back and fighting his fight. And not just fighting his fight, but actually looking like, you know what? I think I want to end this fight here. I'm podcasting. What do you mean, Paul? What am I doing? <laughs> like, you're watching me podcast. <laughs> so, for, so, Really happy, really happy that he that he that he won that fight, or he didn't listen to his dad to win that fight, because once the fight was over, yeah, hey, yeah! Brooklyn, we go hard. <laughs> oh man, I'm on the beat right now. I'm definitely on. I'm definitely on. I should be on. I better be on. So again, yo, so, so, I don't think I actually got a chance to probably dig up, dig up, dig up, dig up, dig up, dig up, dig up.
Tiafimo Lopez are now having the IBF belt, the WBO belt, the WBA belt, the ring, the, the, the ring magazine belt, and becoming a unified, undisputed, undefeated 16-0 lightweight champion of the world. And he did that because Yes, we do. We go hard in the ring. We go hard in the paint. We go hard in life. We go hard in the poom poom. All of it, B. <laughs> I'm, listen, we've been talking a lot. Just about one fight. They weren't the only ones on that fight. Brooklyn represented big time on this fight. This is a... For the three fights that I saw, I, th I think it's only had three fights on, on, on the match. This was an impressive three fight. The very first fight was another Brooklyn fighter, Edgar Berlanga, as he took on Lanell Bellows. And I'm telling you, in a one-hour podcast, you can watch that fight at least 30 times. It was that quick of a fight. <laughs> From the time the bell rung to the time the fight ended. And the referee stopped it. You could Literally, in an hour-long podcast, watch that fight 30 times. It was that quick. Another Brooklyn, another Brooklyn fighter, another Brooklyn, another Brooklyn fighter with Spanish heritage, and we have Teofimo Lopez. That was that was that was the Brooklyn fighter from um from 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 Honduras, right? Um, from from Honduras or whatever. I think I, I think he also did a little stint in Florida, like most New Yorkers do, and he's and I think he's training out of Arkansas or some shit. But, but Edgar Berlango knocks out Lanell Bellows in the first round. Um, referee stoppage. Quick, quick, impressive first round knockout. And he's a he's a, he's another Brooklyn dude, and he's from Puerto Rico. So so the Spanish represent the Spanish community was represented real. The Spanish represent the Spanish community was represented well over the weekend during fight night, and also Brooklyn was represented well during fight night. Brooklyn, we gonna yap today, as you can see. Like, I'm Brooklyn-hearted today. I'm, I'm fully brave-hearted today. So, that was one of the fight to watch. Also, the, the co-main event, or, or, or the fight before the main event, was also another championship fight. Of Arnold Barboza taking on Alex Arcedo. And this is a this is a fight that had a little bit of bad blood in there. You saw Arnold Barboza come in there and he's normally no, known to be an orthodox fighter. He came out, he came out there with the soft paw stance, and he had he had a unanimous decision win over Alex Arcedo. It, like and that fight is another fight to watch for 12 rounds. Because they basically stood in the middle of the ring and just and just exchanged leather. 
That actually hurt. One of them kind of shits, you know what I mean? But I'm going to take a nice, long, extended break. When we come back, we're going to talk. We're going we're gonna to yap some more 2K. We're going to get a little bit into baseball, right? Cause, because cheaters never prosper. And apparently, one of my favorite companies to own stock in is under fire for some odd reason. We're going to get into all that and more. KD and Kyrie also comes up in a minute. Holla at your boy. I want you all to remember the change you want begins with you. Your vote matters. So don't just register to vote. Go out and vote and begin making the change you want. And I'm gonna, the extended break, I'm going to have you enjoy a song by my nephew, Mark 350, as he presents to you Just Human. Brooklyn, stand up. This, is, this isn't from Brooklyn, though. This is nothing affiliated with Brooklyn at all. I'm going insane, feeling like I'm going super sane Got this pain in my brain, I'm just human But I got a master plan for this what I call life Gotta sacrifice for the things I got in mind Got one shot and I gotta get it right But I'm just human, only human I'm a human man, got no game plan Just living to a day and day by day Finally hit the hay Don't define this thing in my mind That I wanna do with my life Gotta get my spirit right Cause slowly I've been tripping Days are going by a bunch of skipping But I'm just human, only human and I bleed red, shot of my crew, we're getting too Gotta stick together to survive the puppy road of life Love, lips, surf, those are the worst Gotta remember to remember, especially when you get Lonely in November, gotta hang around to see another December Gotta get through the tough months like September Tomorrow is a promise, wonder if I die that night Every time I close my eyes, there's death in sight Gotta show how much can think I was this honest shot too Now I'm laughing like that dude in Gotham, but I'm just Human, only human. With this skin color, right shade, run away from the cops, like through the arch, pressure, pressure stops to the opposition, trying to throw shit at me. But the missing ain't by my shadow, and it fall for a while, just got me more powerful, and I'm now full. Didn't mean to be rude, feeling like I'm crude at the end of the day. I'm just a dude, nah, I'm just human, only human. Am I special cause I'm humane? Just trying to chill in Temple Bay Not wild, not tame, just be me every day Why can't you see too? Just let me breathe Got no space at the bottom of the sea Something always keeping me busy Just wanna go home so I have something I control You should be dyslexic, not feel anorexic Thinking I'm schizophrenic, baby That's the pain I feel in my brain For a while everything's been going wild Like a spying some red bull cause it gives you wings and I need those things now I can keep up hopefully I don't fly too high too close to the sun and die I'm falling just like Icarus so please just make a wish for me I'm just human only human I'm just human only human 
And I mean I bleed blood red Overworked and dripping sweat Hope one day I'll be the best Maybe I'll say I'm blessed With throw this weight on my chest Feeling like I'm life Just need some time to rest Must be above the rest Life putting me to the test Feeling like I'm less Every day here a disrespect In my own home Feeling like a death I just take a test Trying not to be depressed I'm just human And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one and only Dallin Omar Taylor. If you are still listening, I do appreciate any which form that you decide to listen to me today. Whether you are catching me live on the website at mytsports.net. That is M as in Mike, Y as in Yankee, T as in Tango, sports.net. Or if you're catching me live on Podbean. Or if you're catching the re-ear on, on the many places that we have the podcast, I do appreciate you. Just remember, if you want to listen to the re-ear, I know you want to go to Podbean. I know you want to go to Spotify. I know you want to go to Pandora. I know you want to go to. Sh- I know you want to go to all of these places. Tune in radio, iTunes, iHeart to listen to the podcast. I get it. Easiest way to do it. Ooh, a lot of mercy. Easiest way to do it. Just tell your smart speaker to play the latest episode as the M is in Mike, Y is in Yankee, T is in Tango, Sports Podcast, and we'll start playing the latest episode of the podcast. And if you if you happen to be one of the people to call up on the podcast, that's what you're gonna hear your voice in the podcast as well. Holla your boy. Cause your boy got a lot to holler about. And we are in the fighting frontier of the podcast. Where we do not have what space we are going into. As it seems that 2K is now under fire for things that they cannot control. Or maybe they can control. They have fans that are upset with them because they have in-game advertisements. And I am looking at them like, what the hell is your major malfunction? Conjunction, junction. All right, let me get serious. <laughs> so apparently, apparently, 2K Sports is under fire. NBA 2K, more than anything else, is under fire. And they are taking scrutiny for in-game advertisements that you can't skip. And I know what you're thinking. For you guys that play those games on your phone, that do, that that watch videos and streams, you're like, damn, in-game advertisements? You mean that in the middle of the game, you're just gonna have an advertisement run that you can't skip? No, 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 not quite simple. But people are treating it this way. People are responding like, I get it, sixty dollars for two K? What the hell? For in-game advertisements? I can't believe I'm playing sixty dollars for in-game advertisement, right? That's not my complaint. That's their complaint. You know, 70 quibs, you know, for, for, for bloody 2K. You know, they, they get in a monopoly, this, that, and the third, like, c- convince me to want to play. Like, I get it. I see them. And you know what? You know what? You guys sound like bronze sexuals. Like, I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. You guys sound like bronze sexuals, but I, but, I, but I don't want to pass any particular blame onto any one group or category of, of people. I'm just going to say, uh-oh. That's actually what I wanted one. There we go. That's what we wanted. So as I, as I continue to do a little bit more research some more, right? I looked into what they're complaining about. Because I hadn't noticed it. I have 2K. I've been playing 2K forever. Like, I'm fully vested into 2K. I can own 2K stock. Like, 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 like 2K has made me guap guap over the years. 
Like, if, if, if Silver Lana is the person that I think it is, I think I was, I invested in 2K when I was working with her. Was it? Maybe not. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, so like, I, I, I'm, I'm fully into 2K. So some of these game game advertising they're talking about, because I didn't know, I didn't notice them. They were talking about the Oculus commercial, about the Oculus commercial that ran. And let me let you know how, um, what they're complaining about. While the game is loaded, right? As you, as you, as you pick what game mode you're gonna talk that you that you want to play. While the game is loading, there's normally a thing called 2K TV, where they start to play their random 2K TV um, show um, for for what 30 seconds for a minute. While the game starts to load, so you're not just loading into dead air. Now the game mode that I play, I just have to watch 2K TV until the game loads up to 100% that I'm about to get into, and then I'm able to play my game. I can skip over Mob Albert and all and, and all kinds of other shit, right? I, I, can, I can skip over all of that. So I've never noticed it. Because I don't really even pay attention to the things that pop up there in 2K. But, but once again, I'm invested in the 2K. So when I first heard about these in-game advertisers that people complaining about, I was like, yo, what, what's the problem? Do that shit fast. Make me guap, B. I'm, like, I'm, a, I'm a shareholder. Like, like, send, them, send them share prices up. And I need my money to, 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 to sink tuple. So then I looked at the particular game mode that this individual had a problem with. And if you got a problem, Mr. Gamers, with the in-game thing, y'all can come see me. Y'all see I got Brooklyn right here on my on my arm today. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I got my Brooklyn Zoo with me today. So I'm looking into the complaints that they're having. I start to realize that this complaint is also unique to a particular game mode where I think it's my team or other modes, where during the NBA 2K, while your game is loading and they're playing NBA 2K TV, during this game mode, you can start to edit your lineup. And I guess that most people during this time, and this is the time that they start to edit their lineup while the game is loaded, and usually by the time I guess they're done, the game is finished loading. But for them now, they have to look through this advertisement first then they have to, and then they're able to start editing their lineups, and, and then the game will load up as normal. But like I said, in my game mode, I don't notice it. In my game mode, I don't even, I don't see it at all. Because in my game mode, I can't edit my lineup. I play my player. This is me, myself, and I. I just ride out till I die, because I got me for life. Woo! Brooklyn Zoo. <laughs> Wait, is Big E back? I think Big E made it back. I think they got Big E back. Listen, because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm watching boxing over here. I'm watching wrestling over here. And all I knew, all I know is that they broke up the new day. And I don't think it went well with people. And I think they put them back together. But that was some Fugazi bullshit. That was some Fugazi bullshit. Nobody wanted to see the new day split up. But look at that. Fight's over. <laughs> you see Teofimo Lopez Sr. in the ring speaking his speaking his truth. Listen, he's doing what Brooklyn... We do what Brooklyn people do. Like, if Brooklyn wasn't braggadocious, and remember, I'm going to tell you this, if Brooklyn wasn't braggadocious, Brooklyn wouldn't be Brooklyn. But 2K is getting, is, is, is coming on the fire for commercials, B. And it made, me, it, made me, it made me realize a couple of things, right? Of the kind of era that, that we're possibly in, where this has to be a ton of, a ton of gamers, right? 
that are used to playing video games on their phone and things like that. And when they pay for a certain, when they pay a certain amount for their game, that they no longer get advertisements or they're able to get certain perks and they just skip them. But I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. 2K is a billion dollar company and they have a 2K TV program themselves. Did you not anticipate that the 2K TV show that they have, that they would try to build it up to a point where they can have advertisers during that during that, TV, that 2K TV episode? Like, I understand making money off of gaming, but you don't expect that, you don't anticipate that 2K has made all of their money off of gaming. No, 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 no. There's a reason why Foot Locker is no longer in the game. If you don't wanna pay to have your, to have your product advertised in 2K, then I'm sorry, what, 2K, uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, you know, let me say it properly, we, because I own stock in 2K, we ain't just gonna give you free advertisement. So now if you look in the neighborhood, though now the Foot Locker sneaker store is now just a 2K sneaker store, which is even better. Because now you get to run all kinds of brands that you want. When you see Nike and Puma and Tassat and, and, and all of these, and all of these designers putting out, um, Putting out all of these, all of all of these, all of these special um, lines just for 2K. When you see when when you see when, when you see basketball players dropping a digital version of their sneaker in 2K first before you, listen. This is all advertising. This is how 2K gets to where 2K wants to be at. This isn't a monopoly because I'm sorry. There's an EA basketball that you can go buy. There's other form of basketball games that you can go buy. That's not a, that's not a monopoly. That's just business. You set up the platform, and then eventually during the platform, you're going to try to have advertising so you can try to bring in some, some other streams of revenue outside of just sales. They made a 2K TV network, a 2K TV channel episode. They, 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 you understand, they've gone through a couple of, um, through a couple of announcers already. We're already on our, on, on, our, on our second broadcaster for that one. We're on our second crew already. They've done six seasons. Why would you not anticipate that eventually they'll put commercials in there? That's just the next progression of it. And the thing about it, they put the commercials in there in the least inconvenient place ever. This is how you know people are just going to complain. This is how you know like people are just are just gonna want to find something to fuss about because the advertising that they're talking about is so unnoticeable. That I swear that the only way that you're complaining about this is if, honestly, I, and, I'm, and I'm gonna say, you must be a bronze sexual. Like, LeBron James just must be your dude. Oh, like, I'm gonna take my talents to South Beach because I'm the best player in the world. What's my red, what's my new one? You guys fucked that one up. You guys, you guys are supposed to play the new one for me. I said, I said you, there it goes. Oh, I'm gonna take my talents to South Beach because I'm the best player in the world. I have a huge basketball IQ. And I want my damn respect too. That's what y'all sound like. So I get it. Two K's under fire. Two K's under a little bit of fire um, um, for that. But you know what? Keep it up, Two K. Listen to me. Listen. Listen to your. Listen to your Brooklyn bedroom. You know what I mean? Listen to the. Listen to your chocolate boy. Water. Listen to the Brooklyn buzz. So listen to the my podcaster. Listen to AKA the Tin Man to Tony Baritone to the to Mr. Energy to the to the motor mouth of the South. Listen to me here. Keep doing it. I guarantee you. In five years. Nobody's even going to notice. And then you know what? Maybe as you work, you give people the option in that game mode to be able to skip if they want. But as of right now, 
You Gucci. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep making that money. Keep making those stock prices go up. I'm hoping to see a split coming up pretty soon, right? And then maybe start getting some dividends out there. Now, if you want, if you now, <laughs> I'm gonna go out the bills with me. If, if you have, if you really want any particular ideas from me, right? The only thing I ask for, I want the option. And when I'm playing in my player mode, and when my teammates get fouled and they fall to the floor, that I can run and go pick them up. I want the option to be able to push the button and go pick up my teammates when they fall. I also want the option that when my teammates make a free throw at the free throw line, that I could go, that I could push the button to go get them a little high five. Go, 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 you know, go them a little pat, a little pat on the tukis. Something, you know, pat on the back. Give them the attaboy. Those are certain things I want. I'm a peaceful man. That's all I want. And as a shareholder, I mean, I kind of want a, a free copy of 2K, but we'll, 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 we'll touch that for another day. So while 2K is under fire, it makes me wonder, because 2K being under fire, in case you guys are looking at the looking at the podcast while you're catching me on the gram, wonder why I'm wearing the glove for that's because Brooklyn, we go hard. This is a shout out to, to, the, to the champion, Teofimo Lopez, for unifying the belts at the lightweight at the, at the lightweight division, getting all four championships. In case you're wondering why I'm wearing the gloves today, because Brooklyn represented. Brooklyn was in the house this weekend. Champions, B. Champions. But while Brooklyn was going hard and representing for New York, then doing their thug fizzle, while while Edgar Belanga was doing his thug was representing for BK, representing for New York, doing his thug fizzle, unfortunately. The New York Jets weren't. The New York Jets just continuously find a way to stink up the joint. The New York Jets lost to the Miami Dolphins 0-24. Let me know how, let you know how disgusting this was. I'm not even a Jets fan anymore. Thank God. I'm just upset that you keep making our city look this damn bad Jets. It was so bad that the commentators pulled out some old minuscule point to be like, <laughs> You know what, Jim? It hasn't been since, since the culmination of, of, of football that... That, that the new that, that the Miami Dolphins have have blown out a team. <laughs> like like you understand like that's how bad it was. It's not funny. Don't laugh. <laughs> the new. I'm so glad I got on the top. Like talking about escaping at the right moment. And the thing about it, I didn't even escape because they were bad. Like I'm listening to Jets fans and they're and and. and they are beside them, though. Like, Jets fans, call up if you want. I don't, like, listen. It, they are beside themselves. Like, they, they are beaten. Like, they are bruised. They are battered. They can't take it anymore. And I'm like, y'all about to quit because your team sucks. And I quit on the team because the owner's racist. Right? <laughs> but I feel your pain. And I'm still wondering, how does Adam Gay still have a job? Because this should have been an indictment. This should have been one of the biggest indictments to him and his whole entire cause, his whole entire reputation, his name, his claim, everything he holds there. 
This should have told you everything you needed to know about the gays. The commentator even said, the way the Jets look now, the Miami Dolphins were there two years ago. Guess who was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins two years ago? Then he's supposed to be a quarterback whisperer. He's supposed to be an offensive guru. He couldn't put up a point, one point against his former team. Against a former team that he coached some of those players. Against a former team where he saw that defense on a continuous basis, every day, in the locker room, passing by, smacking butts, telling stories. He saw them all the time. And he couldn't put up one point against them. He couldn't motivate his team to even convert on third depth. Jets fan, do you not mix Rex Ryan? Do you not mix miss Rex Ryan? Because at least Rex Ryan had his team ready to play. At least Rex Ryan had his team motivated. At least Rex Ryan, when the New York Jets played a rival team, it didn't matter how bad the rest of the season looked, they showed up then. Not only the Miami Dolphins are rival team, the Miami Dolphins are your former team. They fired you! Yeah, you couldn't fire up your team to put up a point? You couldn't, fi you couldn't fire up your team to convert on third down through the third quarter? Yes! This is this is another minuscule point that, 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 that the talking heads was able to... <laughs> well, guess what, Max? It's been three quarters of the game, and none of these teams have managed to put up a third down yet. <laughs> you understand? When have you heard of a team not being able to convert on a third down and they not lose? Through three quarters, or at least not a point put up on them. But you know why? Because neither one of them did it. They were both inept. They both looked like caca. Adam Gaze still has a job, but I don't know how. Like, every day I watch, after every single game, I, I scour the news to see if Adam Gaze is fired. I don't see it. I see Houston firing their head coach, getting rid of their general manager. I see Atlanta saying, we're done with this shit, firing their head coach, getting rid of their general manager. I'm seeing bodies falling left and right like this was a fucking 90s. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit And yet, the Jets are holding on to the most... Like, I, I, I don't even... Here's the epitome of deficiency. And they are holding on to him as a coach to lead their team 
What more do you need to see to know that this guy is not the person to lead your team to a winning scenario, to a winning culture, to, to a winning quarter of football. Because since Adam Gaze has been the head coach and he's had Sam Darnold, the only time that they've led the game was in that Denver game. And that was for the first quarter. And they've lost every single quarter since. Not quite sure what the Johnsons from Johnson and Johnson is doing. Like, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. If you had to judge some of these football owners as businessmen by what they do with their football team, you would never do business with them. Like, you understand? If I was judging the owner of the New York Jets based off of how he works with the New York, how he treats the New York Jets, I would never buy a Johnson & Johnson product ever again. Because I'd be like, how would I, how, how have you survived this long? Making these kind of fugazi moves. I mean, granted, I'm not buying any more Johnson & Johnson products because the owner of Johnson & Johnson is racist. It goes far beyond the team. Like, I won't give him any of my dollars. But but if 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 you had to judge them based off how they how they treated their, their their professional teams, you wouldn't do business with a lot of them, or you would question all of their business savvy because they are some motherfucking fools with the decisions that they make, and it, and and it, and it's and it's past time. It is it is well beyond past time. Adam Gase is removed from the New York Jets. It's well beyond that time. We're, we're way past it. Like, we know. Like, like, you don't have to let him eat this. Like, like you understand? We understand whatever offensive corner, defensive corner ever comes in. We understand, like, like, this is a mess that he put there. It's past. It's time, B. They have to let him go. This is historic embarrassment. Historic Failure. The New York Jets may go winless this season. Winless! You understand? You understand? I'm going to tell you, I, I, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I mean this from the very bottom of my heart. Like, I, I'm, don't, don't, don't misconstrue this for, 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 for podcasting. Don't, don't misconstrue this for, for sports. Don't misconstrue this for anything else. If the New York Jets, Jets, go 0-16 this season, Adam Gase should never get a coaching job anywhere. I don't care if it's a for a Pop Warner team. He should never be able to lead anybody in any situation ever again as long as he lives. Unless they're his kids. And thank God he has a, hopefully he has a wife that has a sensible head on her shoulder. But maybe she doesn't because she married him. We're cutting off here soon. But if you want to continue listening to the podcast, you go follow that link and you switch over to Podbean Live as we're going to give you the bonus episode that you're not going to be able to catch on the gram. So as he's under fire, right? 
as, as, as I'm really wondering that why Adam Gaze isn't quite under fire, I am going to tell you this. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell you this much. That I am happy that somebody is under fire. I am finally happy that it didn't quite work out for one of these teams. Bec for somebody, basically. Because I was getting nervous. I was getting really, 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 really nervous that a, a certain team was going to come away with a victory. But, unfortunately... That I, I, sh I shouldn't say, unfortunately, it didn't happen. I should say, very fortunately, it played out exactly how we wanted. I can say, fortunately, it played out exactly how we needed. I can say that, fortunately, it gave me what I really, 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 really wanted to see. But don't worry. I'm, I'm good to you guys. I gave, I, I gave you guys the back to Instagram feed. <clears throat> because while, like I said, the New York Jets should be under fire. And she's associated her coach and her whole organization. There's also another team that should be under fire. And, and for good reason. For very good reason. Because the world... Series matchup has been set. And after going down 3-0 and working themselves back to a 3-3 game to push for game seven, ultimately, the Houston Astros, they will not be going to the World Series. The Houston Ass Strolls cannot play with them, cannot win with them, cannot coach with them, can't do it. I want to put him in the bed because he's a piece of food. You filthy animal. Puerco sucio. They have lost, and I haven't been happier in my life to. I, I, I can't fully exist. <laughs> but I couldn't have been happier than to see the Houston ass trolls lose. Couldn't have been happier. Couldn't have been happier. I'm talking about joy, 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 joy. Down in my heart. What? Down in my heart. What? Down in my heart. <laughs> like, I had that good, good joy. Basically, for the Houston Astros, when you don't cheat, this is what it sounds like when you don't cheat. You, you lose. You, you, you lose. You, you lose. You, you, you lose. You, you have failed this city. You, you have. You, you have failed this city. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Because this is what it sounds like when you don't cheat. You have failed this city. And for the Houston Astros, 
that started to get in all big and feeling themselves and getting all braggadocious from the moment that they started, um, from, from the moment they passed, um, they got past the first round and they and they were wondering what people were gonna think. Then they were gonna think that you were dirty, no, um, no dirty, no good cheaters, dirty, rotten, stinking cheaters. I mean, just just flat out cheating sons of bitches. And then when you got beat by the Tampa Bay Rays, New York Yankee fans didn't care that you that the Tampa Bay Rays just beat them. Didn't care that the Tampa Bay Rays played the New York New York song after beating the Yankees. They didn't care about any of that anymore. All they wanted was sweet revenge, and that sweet revenge would have came with an Astros loss. And the moment that Astros lost, we knew one thing. You have failed this city. And we could not be happier. Happier. We could not be happier. 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 We could not be happier. Could not be happier. Now listen. I'm not going to go full broke. I'm not going to go into that thing today because the podcast, guess what? We're coming right to end end. And we're just about to hit the one the one minute, the, the one hour and seven minute mark. Listen, listen, listen. This is why we have, we're going to be here all week. When we come back tomorrow, we're going to talk about these these two Monday night games that we have tonight, Kansas City versus Buffalo and also Arizona versus Dallas as they don't have their quarterback at all as he decided to twist his ankles back and forth. Right? We'll, we'll get into the rest of the, we'll get into a couple of games of the week. And I'm going to tell you guys now, and I know I've warned you before. You guys are going to have to stop picking on Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Especially if you think they're going to be as good as you say they are. You guys are going to have to stop. But we're going to talk about that in depth a little bit more tomorrow. I want to thank you guys for sharing your Monday afternoons with me, your boy, Dallin Thomar Taylor, a.k.a. the One Take Wonder, a.k.a. Work Hard, Smoke Harder, because you know we are all, we are alumni of the Nate Dogg School of Medicine here, where the, where the school motto is, Smoke weed every day. A.k.a. like a dungeon dragon, a.k.a. your favorite army vet, a.k.a. the army black knight. I do appreciate you guys taking the time out to listen to me. I, as I like to say, <clears throat> as we end these shows, I hope you catch a wave that never subsides. Shout out to the boy Toby Inrigway for that one. I appreciate you. I am Talent Omar Taylor, the Brooklyn Buster, and we are out of here. Sorry, B. I tried. Honest. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. No lag, no lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New. Improved my T podcaster. <coughs> Pot me down. 
last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My teeth.